Hello everybody, welcome to Cold Ones with Leather Duchess. I think this is episode number 38, I could be wrong. I'm kind of behind on the uploads and the titlings and things because we've been pretty busy lately. Thirty-eight total. <laughs> well, well, we do still have ten on the first one and twenty-eight on the second one. So, but you know that's that's how a lot of. Go ahead. <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we even doing the show? Welcome in Kenny Feinstein, by the way, or Feinstein, however you prefer to say that. Um, what we're doing is, we'll see, like, regular network television, which we're definitely on, uh, they usually have the first, ep or the first season's really short, because they have, like, the pilot and just a few episodes and kind of feel it out, and then... Uh, second season's like 30 episodes, not really, but no, but so what, what we're doing is, is I'm counting a season as just a year from, but not like January to January. It's, it, it's, it's from, from not yet. It's from when we started because the, the very first cold ones episode was April 28th. And, but at that point we had a few and then just kind of stopped for a while. And then we brought it back April 23rd. Because that was the closest to the 28th for a Friday, I think, or something. I don't remember what. But we picked that day. And so that that was the start of season two. And uh, it's been more consistent, but there's still been off days because of, you know, we're, we're a semi-busy band, I think. Sometimes. Especially lately. Which is why uh, I, the titling's a little off, probably. I'll, I'll catch up, though, soon. Because the last episode I still haven't uploaded yet. Which is... Which was the the debut slash directors and actors commentary behind the scenes of the music video, which was a fun one, except when Mark's thing wasn't working. <laughs> but it appears they're working now, so good for you. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least uh it works now <laughs> what's going on dennis welcome in thanks for hanging out um <clears throat> cool so yeah i heard uh before we started this episode that your laptop was in the trash but it seems he pulled it out and got it got it going again M maybe Maybe we'll have to do another one of those again when, when you're in a, a better mood. <laughs> no, you're technically supposed to take it to an electronic recycling center. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> well, anyway, so we've been busy and we have, a, I guess, a lot to talk about. But before that, Mark, I got to ask, what are you drinking? It's gone. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> hey, check out the replay on breakoutmusic.tv. Okay. Rudy Sarzo? Yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to hate that episode. <laughs> cool I got something special not really just something I've never had before um, it looks like we got we got cat watching right now from the bath sounds hot thanks cat uh, <laughs> Brett says dude y'all killed it at the show in Austin with Dangerous Toys. Want to see you live again. Thank you, Brett. Oh, Dennis saw us there, too. Thank you, guys, for, uh, first of all, coming to the show uh, in Texas. It was an amazing show. Could... Oh, for sure. It was it was a really, really fun show for us, and the crowd was great, and uh, the energy was awesome. And we are planning to come back we have a lot of Texas dates in the works uh, for like the end of July slash August ish. Um, so we are planning to be back. Shows probably won't be quite as big, but it would still be great to see you guys there. Um, <clears throat> what I'm drinking here, something new. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know why I got this. Uh, the original Club Tales. I got I got sex on the beach. It and mind you, I've never had a sex on the beach, like a real one. So my first experience will be from a can, which probably isn't great. It reminds me of when Justice ordered the, uh, when she got the uh, what she get the Bloody Mary, at at that brunch place, and they gave it. They just gave her a can and a glass. It, it was supposed, yeah, it was supposed to be like this fancy, like ex expensive brunch place in Vegas. And the dude's just like, here's a can, here's a glass, enjoy. But uh, dude, 10% alcohol by volume. I feel like e <laughs> every week that I've been bringing something new on here, my <laughs> the percent just been going higher and higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah what's the percent on that i'm just gonna be drinking yeah i'm just gonna be straight rubbing alcohol soon <laughs> less sand this way and less inconvenient places you're absolutely right 
So I'm gonna give this a give this a squeeze here. I don't even know what's in this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, cause you know, <laughs> because when I go to the stores around here and try to find like different beers to try, there's so many just like craft beers and IPAs and you know, I'm kind of scared of those and I don't, I don't really enjoy them. So I'm just, I try to just pick, I don't know, I'm, I'm picking mixed drinks in a can now, S some, some club tails. <laughs> I might be after this. I'm trying to see what's in it. I don't even see any like any type of ingredients. Yeah, I I don't remember any of their names, but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the sex on the beach. <laughs> Doesn't she say something like, not that I'd know because I never had it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Flawless mix of orange, peach, and cranberry. Better than you know what. I don't know why I can't say sex when it's written in bold letters here right on the can. But, you know, all I'm smelling is orange, so we'll see. Give it a whirl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, at first it tastes pretty good but it has a weird aftertaste of something I'm not too fond of I think it's the cranberry I'd probably enjoy it better without cranberry oh man I don't know if I'll finish that but <laughs> it almost tastes like there's tequila in there but I'm pretty sure there's not Yeah, maybe there is. I don't. I don't see anywhere that says. No, it's it's just a it's a club tail, a cocktail in a can. It's not even a beer or labeled as a beer. Yeah, maybe there's tequila in here. Maybe that's what I'm. I, I'm not a big tequila fan, so I might just kind of. I might periodically sip on that. Um, I invited all the members of the toys to join us here. Let's see if they show up. Oh, <laughs> that would be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But I'd also freeze up and be like, uh, are they on a, is, is that right now? Or is that next week? Oh man, they're going to miss the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Um, I was also asking, where are the other mem members in the band? Uh, well, Tyler... Yeah, they're not allowed here. Tyler, I'm not really sure at the moment. He's probably at a, at his, his lady's house. I don't know if he's really his girlfriend or what they call him. But, uh, and then 
Colton lives in Vegas, so we don't... I mean, I guess it, we're online, so it's not like a big thing. But basically, <laughs> basically this sh <laughs> this show is uh, is Cold Ones with Leather Duchess, which the other... We are, kind of. The, the other band members technically are allowed on whenever they want, but usually it's just me and Mark here, and uh, it, this is kind of like a podcast thing we do. I mean, we do it live on the band page to talk with with you guys if anyone's interested in asking questions or anything but a lot of times um i mean we do talk about band stuff if we have things going on and and rehearsals and we sometimes have sneak peeks in here after we have a few drinks and we start spilling the beans <clears throat> but um a lot of the times we just talk about uh random things that aren't necessarily music related so we don't always have the whole band, or we kind of never have the whole band here. I think there's only one time we did that. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, occasionally Tyler will pop his head in, but usually it's just me and Mark. Um, but today is mainly going to be focused on probably Texas, just our, our weekend in Texas, and we'll be going over the toys show as well. So this one will, will be, uh, more about the band than other random topics. Um, so I guess we could get into it. Um, uh, so for those that don't know. Uh, last weekend, we came back from a very fun and exciting Texas trip, and we did uh, last week's cold ones on a Thursday because we were going to be in yeah we we're, we're going to be flying too close to the sun. And uh, although we technically could have done one from Texas, but you know I figured, uh, yeah, and I figured it, we just wouldn't you know, <laughs> so we were. And I got I got some stories about that, but um, <laughs> so on Friday we went to the airport, and <clears throat> it, it was an exciting airport experience. So our flight was supposed to leave. <laughs> our flight was supposed to leave pretty early in the morning. So I and I live all the way in like the, in the mountains in the east side like kind of far from the from the airport so i was just like i gotta wake up really early i'm gonna get ready because i packed my bags at the last minute and i just brought like a backpack but so i woke up at, at i think like 4 30 and as soon as i wake up i had a message from mark saying did you see that our gate chain or the flight got delayed or something and so or i think it was even before that i got an email that said your gate has changed which is technically something small, but I was already like, oh boy, here we go. Because, because I've, yeah, I've had this experience before and I got, uh, I got stranded in Florida for two and a half days and it started just like this. It was so er like so much earlier than the flight supposed to leave. And we're already getting just a gate change. I was like, oh my God. And then like 20 minutes later, Mark messaged me and said, did you see our flight got delayed by like 15 minutes? And I was like, here we go, because I, I know they just had the winter storm and stuff, so I was like, there's going to be, like, planes not coming in on time, and or planes just not coming at all. Some flights are going to get canceled because of weather, and I was just like, here we go. 
Um, so I woke up at this point. I mean, originally I woke up on time, but at this point it's like, well, now I'm awake kind of early, but whatever. I just, I went with it and I was like, I'm just going to get to the airport and we'll figure it out when we get there. And our whole time at the airport, I think we ended up having five flight delays and it, it ended up, and we, <laughs> we were getting to the point where I was just like, um, so what do you want to do today, Mark? <laughs> Cause my ride left, he had his car there. Uh, he parked there and I was like, should we go? I don't know. And we were talking about like, I guess if we leave now, we could drive there and make it in time for the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, uh, See, the only way I wouldn't, which I probably still would have driven because I was going to make this show no matter what. And also, I was like, I need to be in Texas no matter what. But the only way I would have considered not driving is if if the flight got canceled and they rescheduled for Saturday morning. Then I'd be like, maybe, but I'd still be I'd still be worried that like it's going to happen again. So we probably should just drive. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, thankfully, uh, Tyler left, I think he left Thursday afternoon, and he, he drove there, and he had all the gear and stuff, so at least that wasn't an issue. So we had we had the option if we wanted to just drive or, or wait or whatever, but um, <clears throat> that thankfully ended up working out, because we were... When, after like the first two delays, I was looking at the flight boards and just seeing how many flights to Texas got canceled and just how many flights in general got canceled. And I was like, I don't know, man, the odds aren't looking. There's only one flight. A lot of them were, but there was only one flight to uh, Austin that got canceled. All the other ones were, most of them were Dallas and there was a few other ones and then just like other places. But I was like, whew. Yeah. Yeah, we took Spirit. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I think American had one canceled to Austin. So we're like, well, that doesn't look good. Spirit, all of Spirit's flights to Texas arrives. Most of them were delayed, but all of them arrived except one got canceled to Dallas. So I was like, well, they had an Austin flight from like late last night that made it. So I think we might be okay. But it was just it was getting a little a little scary. I mean, we we had plenty of time because you know we had a whole day and a half. But at least for trying for trying to drive there and just, but also like when you're flying, it's like you don't want to last minute be like, okay, let's drive. Like you want your flight to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe 
maybe that was a thing with like boats and stuff. <laughs> maybe you know there, there's a lot of people that were planning to get on the on the Titanic to go back to <laughs> back the other way, and they're like, "Dude, where's the where's the damn boat, man? When's this thing showing up?" <laughs> And they don't have, they didn't have emails and text messages to uh, warn them ahead of time. So they had to wait like probably four days until it was in the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they had to print it in the newspaper. You had to go down to your local newspaper place, pay 50 cents or how much it costs, and be like, oh man. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even with carriages and stuff, you know, the horse could have got sick. They cra you, ever, you ever play Oregon Trail? <laughs> you know how many people die on the Oregon Trail and how many times the, the cart doesn't make it to its destination? People are just sitting there waiting. Like, man, when's, it, when's the carriage going to get here? It never makes it. Yeah. You know what I think one of the big problems is? Is that, like, one of the main, uh, what do you call it? Like, one of the main airport hubs where a lot of the planes fly out from is in Denver. Which, Denver has bad weather and gets snowed out all the time. Like, we have California here where it snows never. Why don't we make one in California? And I'm not talking about, like, LAX, because that's already uh, trashed enough as it is. Like, just somewhere more like west like in the middle of nowhere just make a huge airport or even like halfway like from california to vegas just somewhere where it never snows it's always hot you're not gonna have like weather problems and just have like a huge airport hub there so that way if a flight gets stuck snowed in somewhere you could just take one from the backup and fly it to where you need to be Yeah. Yeah, weather's perfect. You're never going to have any type of... Unless there's like some type of thunderstorm and you just can't take off or whatever. But you're never going to be stuck. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so we were we were stuck in the airport for a little bit. Thankfully, it wasn't too bad. But you know, in the time, you, you don't know... When you just keep getting the message after message that it's delayed, it's delayed, it's delayed... Like, you, you don't know how long you're going to be there. And Mark brought up a good point when <laughs> when he was like, we kept getting a message that's like, your flight has been delayed for 15 minutes. It's now going to be at this point. And, and Mark was like, how did they determine that it's going to be just 15 minutes? Like, how did they know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was saying they they know it's gonna be a few hours, but they just don't want to 
up front and just be like, hey, it's going to be three hours and just have people in an uproar. So they just, they're like 15 minutes or easing them into it. It's like 15 minutes. And then after it's like 10 minutes, like, okay, another 15 minutes. And then, okay, another. What? <laughs> you got you got something for me or uh, we're, we're, we're just going to, we're just going to sit here in silence for a minute. Oh, <laughs> another 15 days, another 15, another, didn't they just say like, didn't they just talk about like another, <laughs> didn't they just talk about another variant like a couple days ago? They're they just, they're just, <laughs> they're just going on. Uh, Vegas is the best layover, Iowa, not so much. Yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine if, if you have some time in Vegas, it could be fun. Yeah. You know what drives me crazy is when you're flying, which I'm sure it drives you more crazy because you do it more times than I do. When you're flying somewhere in Texas and you always got to have a layover in Dallas, it's like you're, you're so close. <laughs> Can't we just have one plane that goes like, <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> yeah it sucks man i mean that that's what happened to us on our last texas trip when we got we we made it to dallas and our flight got canceled from dallas to san antonio and we had to rent a car and drive at the last minute yeah because I, I know on the ground, like when you're driving, what, what was it, like a four and a half or five hour drive or whatever. But when you're in the air in a plane, it's literally like probably like a two degree turn, just like, beep, and just like land it. I, I mean, I guess, I, did they just do that because Dallas is a more popular stop off point? Or like, I feel like more people go to Austin. Like, who's going to Dallas? Unless you're going to a Cowboys game. <laughs> yeah, going to Dallas. Well, we got to stop in Houston. <laughs> mhm. Mm Right. Oh yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> That's right there. That sucks. Uh
Oh, but speaking of that, they did stop doing drink service for a little bit because for some reason that made sense because COVID and they couldn't hand out a beer or whatever. But they have it back now, so that's cool. Even, even though I didn't, I didn't buy one on the plane, but they had them. But, I mean, we had enough time at our layover that I, you know, I, I didn't really need to get one on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what I was going to get to. Because so, we had so many delays at, at uh, waiting for our first flight. So first we went to uh, this one restaurant. I forgot what it was called. The Pit Stop or something like that. And uh, bought like a $23 breakfast burrito that was like this big. And I was like, Jesus. And um, I was think, Yeah. I was thinking about getting a beer there. But for one, I didn't know if they had beer there. Because it was kind of like a cafe thing. I did see that later they did have them. But also I was thinking like, well, after this, we'll go to a bar. And like get beer on tap. And that'll be cool. And uh, so we ate there. Then we walked. I guess there's a rock and bruise there. I, I don't know if that's new. Because I don't remember that being there before. But there's a, a rock and bruise at LAX now. And so I was like, cool, let's go there. They got beer on tap. And as soon as we sat down, I could just smell, like, mold. And, like, I, I knew there was something wrong with their, their tap, their beer taps. And <laughs> not that I know what the hell I'm doing, but I because I have mine here. So I, I know, like, I know when things are wrong and I know what it's supposed to not smell like. <laughs> And like when it's time to clean your things out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, before I before I just got this new keg, I, I took the whole thing apart and, and deep cleaned everything. I cleaned it I took off all the bearings and all the the I, that's what they need to do. Yeah, I took off the lines and the bearings and all the, the little nuts and everything. I soaked it all in water. I put some soap in there and cleaned it. I, like, deep cleaned everything because I, I think – because usually I'll, I'll kind of give it, like, a quick, a quick like, rub down. But uh, I've had it, I think, for over a year now or, like, about a year. I don't know. I don't remember how long. And But also because it's been a long time since I've switched the kegs out. Because, you know, before I was going one after another, so it was constantly running. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but, well, actually, that's not an exaggeration, because I got, I got three of them there, so I guess that would be 40, yeah, so that's, like, 45 gallons, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was constantly going, so, like, I wasn't cleaning the lines in between, but it was just constantly going, so there wasn't any beer sitting there, but since I couldn't find any Millers for years on end, uh, and after that Bud Light, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wait till I find a Miller, and, uh, it was sitting for like six months. I was like, it's probably all gross in there. And and when like when I opened the door, I could kind of smell a little bit. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to clean this out before I tap it and all that. So, so I'm kind of familiar with the smells. And also I know it's, I know it's a lot of it's fake and pretend, but uh, for TV, but I watch a lot of bar rescue just to kind of learn about, you know, different, um, like how to run taps and how to do this and how to do that. And uh, so I kind of learned some stuff from there, too, because even though I'm sure a lot of it's scripted and, you know, there's like reenactments and stuff, there's still a lot of decent knowledge in there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so there's decent knowledge in there. And so anyway, 
So we go to Rock and Brews, and as soon as we sit down, I'm just seeing all these things that, just from my knowledge and or from my experience and from watching the Bar Rescue, that I'm just seeing all this stuff like, oh my God, dude, this is not a good place. Like I can immediately just smell mold, and uh, so I order a beer, and <laughs> yeah, which by the way. California, obviously, they don't have any Miller products because it's California. So I was like, I'll get a Bud Light. I still went for it. I know, even though I could smell it. But I was like, I got to see. And they pour it. There's about this much foam, and it goes away immediately, which usually means which usually means the beer is flat. That or you need to clean your lines, which it might have been both. Because I gave Mark a taste of it after, like near the end, but... Every time I drank it, it would just like burn going down your throat. And I was like, oh my God. And then, so Mark, or what did you get? A Budweiser? Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, you're saying how you can't smell very well, usually. But after, like, 15 to 20 minutes of sitting there, you're like, I think I smell it now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so bad for me to the point where I was just like, I mean, I'm still going to finish the beer because I paid like $15 for it because you're in an airport. But it was to the point where it was like, I was like, I hope our flight doesn't get delayed anymore because I can't sit here much longer. And it's like, I still want to have some drinks before we get on the flight. And there wasn't really any other bars that I saw nearby or just anywhere. And I was like, I don't know if we should, if, uh, should we just like sit at, at the gate and wait? Like, I don't know. I, this smells so strong. But um, yeah, so mine, I, I think the one mine came out of was moldy and gross because you could definitely taste it. Yours was on a different tap system because it was on the other side. But yours, I think, was just the beer was warm. Because any beer they poured, they poured out from that side, they like half the glass was foam, so they just be like pouring and just like pouring out, like, yeah, they're pouring out like cups of beer per whoever ordered on that side, and then by the time they get got it to Mark, it was all the way at the top of the glass, but there was it was just flat. There was no bubbles inside. <laughs> uh. 
Yeah. Well, it's not... I mean, the foam, it looks good, and it makes it look tasty, but it's not just a visual thing. That's like... The foam, the foam means something, like... Yeah. I mean, like, that's already too much foam, but I'm pouring out of a can, so that's okay. Little too much foam. But it'll simmer down. But yeah, you, <laughs> yours... Because they had about this much foam in the glass they're pouring out, and then it just went like super quick and as soon as they put it down it was just like nothing at least like i don't know if you can see it here but i got some bubbles going because that's that's the carbonation there was just no bubbles no foam which means the beer's flat it was probably too warm and i was like and i was like dude how is this place running at an airport i mean i guess maybe they just don't care because it's an airport and they just upcharge and I was like, I just, I need to make a call to my, my buddy, Paul Stanley and, and, uh, let, let him know what's, I, I, I peace stain. I was, I was talking to my buddy, Paul Stanley last night. He, uh, he called me on the phone and I was, I was letting him know about his, his rock and bruise at the LAX and he, it's not rocking and the brews are not brewing very well. You need to. By the way, no hate on Rock and Brews because uh, we're playing there in a couple weeks. <laughs> not not the LEX one. They don't have bands there. But in and uh, and Yamava, I used to be San Manuel. <laughs> yeah, no, I would hate to play at LA. I would hate. I can't imagine work like the people that work there. It'd be such a nightmare just every day, just driving to work. I'm sure they get like a parking pass or whatever, but just like driving there and then you got to go through security every day. It's just like, yeah. Like how much, do, how much do you get paid to work there? It's, it better be worth it. Especially to work at, especially to work at rock and brews where you got to deal with that moldy smell all day because no one cleans out their lines. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> That was the Rocker Brews experience. If you're going to LAX, don't go there. Unless maybe maybe they'll clean their lines out at some point. But I recommend not... Yeah. Honestly, I was a little worried that it was going to ruin the whole weekend. Because I was drinking the whole beer. And I was like, dude, this is probably stupid. Because it's going to make me sick. I'm going to feel sick when we get there. I'm going to be throwing up. And I'm not going to want to like do anything except sleep the whole weekend. I was too. Well, you you were already hating future me because uh, of Thursday, when, when I was like, I'm probably gonna pull an all nighter, and you're like, and you're like, you better not. And did I let you down? I didn't. I did not. Yeah, he does. I don't like him. He's no fun. But was I tired, Jake? No, I was not. We had we had a great ten. So anyway, that was that was the LAX experience, and so at this point, I was just like, dude, I cannot wait to get to Texas, and I'm gonna get myself some Miller. How excited were you? I was so excited. Well, so finally, after sitting at Rock and Brew, oh, I think so. Mark mentioned uh, a a little bit earlier. So before I get to our flight. So yeah, we're sitting there at Rock and Brews. So we had our disgusting beer. I drank the whole thing, even though. It, tasted gross and kind of burned my throat every time I swallowed it. But I was like, I paid $15 or however much it costs here 
So I'm just going to drink the whole thing. Mark finished his beer. And then, and then the bartender comes up and she's like, can I get you guys another one? And how many times do you do this? If your beer is on tap and you're at a bar, I imagine most people prefer beer on tap than in a can or a bottle or whatever. So how many times do you go to bar and the beer you prefer is on tap? And she's like, you guys want another one? And we're like, yeah, we'll have another one. But can we both get bottles <laughs> instead of the tap? Because it was so bad. I don't even think it phased her that like we got literally the same beer, but in a bottle, she probably what didn't care or didn't even notice. But I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine any other scenario when when your favorite beer is on tap and you decide to go with a beer in a bottle as your second choice instead. When it probably, yeah, because it was so gross that we got bottles for the second one. And it probably costed the same too, or maybe like it was slightly cheaper. Or actually, usually, usually beer on tap is cheaper, I think. I don't know. But I, it was just like, I would never do this ever, but I, I can't drink another one of those. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Uh, but yeah, so finally I was like, okay, we're going to get to Texas. I'm going to get myself some Miller. There's going to be Miller on tap everywhere, and it's going to be amazing. Um, so we got, there's going to be Miller. The wallpaper's just going to be Miller logos everywhere. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so finally, thankfully, our flight, after like an hour, we were getting kind of worried because we, we were getting messages like every 30 minutes or so. And after an hour, we're like, I'm kind of worried, like, no emails, no text messages, something's got to be wrong, and uh, thankfully, it got to, like, 15 minutes before boarding time, and it was like, I think we might actually get on this flight, um, So we did make the flight. We were only a few hours late, which was cool, but it also sucked because uh, the time changed from LA to Texas. And I was already like kind of sad about the time change when we were supposed to arrive, but now it was like two and a half hours later. So it was already almost like five by the time we got off the plane. And I was like, oh, it's so late already. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but one thing I was not expecting, well, I was cause I saw the weather, but just like, I never expected showing up to Texas was being cold. <laughs> like as soon as, as soon as we got off the plane and was going down the, the, whatever you call that. Yeah. The jetway, like you could just feel cold air. And at this point, Tyler wasn't there yet. So we didn't have a ride and I didn't really want to call a lift from the airport. Cause that's usually like three times more than it usually is. So we found like a, a bus that was going kind of like where the hotel is. So we waited for that, but we had to wait like 10 minutes and it was, it was just getting so cool. <laughs> We're just like standing there shivering, wondering where the thing is. But so we got to the airport and we were going to walk around and find a good place to eat, but we were just like, it's so cold. I don't really want to walk that much. And there was like, there was this little barbecue. It was, that was the main thing. Cause the temperature was cold, but the wind was really what was just like, oh, it was so hard to stand outside. And because we were going to like walk around and like maybe go downtown and see what there is to eat. But after going like 
about 15 steps. We're just like, uh, I kind of just want to eat. And there's like, there's like this little random barbecue shack across the, the street from the hotel. And we're like, because, eh. yeah, because originally Mark was like, I kind of feel like Mexican food. And I was like, that sounds good. But then we're just like, well, there's barbecue. <laughs> so we just. <laughs> that's, that's two blocks in 35 degree windy weather. I don't know. Hello, Carolyn. Welcome in from France. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoy our, our conversation about uh, taxes, I guess. Uh, so we're just so we're just like, ah, screw it. Let's go to this place right across the street. So we, we kind of just ran there. And uh, it did not disappoint. It As soon as we opened the door, uh, first of all, I had like a... Before we opened it. Oh, yeah, I had... What was that sign? You have a picture of it, don't you? What was the sign? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we made it. And it had it had a very like old old like saloon feel to it and it had a bunch of stuff from like the the like what was it like the nineteen thirties? Yeah, it Yeah. It's it's the place was called Ironworks Barbecue or something like that. Or the Ironworks or something. And they, they had a bunch of, like, original, like, stuff from way back when of, like, original stuff made out of iron. They had, like, pictures of these. I don't know if it's, like, people related to opening the place or who it is or just random pictures. But they, they had, like, a lot of cool – it was a cool atmosphere. And then inside just had, like, a very, like, old school, like, saloon feel to it and saloon look. Yeah, and they just ha they just have like buckets of ice with like beer and soda. You just pick up whatever the heck you want. So we got there, and as soon as we opened the door, I mean the look and atmosphere is great, but it just smelled amazing. I was like, oh my god! And um, so we got up to the window. Well, first I looked through the buckets of beer, and I was like, I'm getting some Miller Light, and they did not have any. And I was like, where am I? What the heck? I I was so looking forward because there's Miller everywhere in Texas, and I was like, "What the heck, man!" So I had to settle for Coors Light. Unfortunately, you got to stay in the family at least. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so we get up to the window, and, and they had you know different. I I was feeling ribs, and they had different types of ribs. They had pork ribs, and then they had beef ribs. In parentheses, it said three, and then underneath it said junior ribs. In parentheses, it said two. And I was like, I'm getting some ribs. So we got to the thing, and I was like, I'll get the ribs and whatever sides I picked and stuff. And he's like, he's like, okay, do you want the junior ribs? And to me, I'm thinking like junior ribs is like a kid's meal. And I was thinking it's going to be like this little thing. And I was like, man, I don't want junior. <laughs> well, I didn't know at the time. 
But I was like, I don't like you. I was like, no, man, I'm, I'll, I'll get the three ribs. He's like, all right. And it just gets tongs open like a freaking alligator mouth. These huge tongs and just grabs these three like fat ribs and just wham slams it on the plate. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. There it is. We got, we got, so there's three of those stacked on top of each other. And then Mark's like, I'll get the brisket. And it actually looks bigger in your picture. But when, <laughs> but when, <laughs> it was funny because his plate next to my, I had like, <laughs> so I had the ribs that, you know, this huge stack. And then the sides and stuff. And Mark's like, I'll get the brisket. And he just had like this little. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. But as soon as I saw that on my plate. And I was like, yes, I'm in Texas. The Texas sized meals. <laughs> mm-hmm. It looked, it looked like they gave me the meal and then they get, they trimmed the fat off and just gave that to you on your plate <laughs> and put it on the side. So, but I was so excited. I mean, I was sad about there was no Miller Lite there for some reason, but I was so excited because I, I know it doesn't look like it. Maybe those that listen to or that watch the show uh, often know that I eat a lot, a lot more than it looks. And California portions are not enough for me. <laughs> so, so when I got this meal, it was more than I was expecting and, and more than I thought I was going to get. But I still finished it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to eat all this and I'm going to love every second of it. And I did. And there was Mark with his, his knife and fork just carving his... <laughs> I'm just like digging in like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just went animal on mine and was just chowing down. I loved it, man. It was so good. <laughs> oh man, it was great. So that that was our, our first restaurant, and I was not disappointed by that at all. So later so after that we, we went back to the hotel, kind of cleaned up a little bit and uh changed into our sexy clothes. And yeah, yeah, I didn't want to strip down too much because it was so cold. But yeah, <laughs> the the windbreaker. <laughs> so Mark had the brilliant idea of uh, what it's like. 32 degrees outside with 15 mile per hour winds. He had the, he had the brilliant idea to go bar hopping, uh, which that was kind of an experience too. So, 
Yeah. So the first place we went to, uh, see, I, as I mentioned, I'm used to being, I'm, I'm from California and I'm used to going places where nobody has Miller Lite. Anytime I'm like, Hey, can I get a Miller? Like, Oh, we don't have that. So I got into this habit of being like, do you guys have Miller Lite here? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'll just get, do you have Coors? I'll get a Coors or I'll get a Bud, whatever. So I, we got to this first bar was called the, uh, the Jack Rabbit. Because we were, we were walking through Sixth uh, Street, through downtown, and yeah, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Sixth Street was always trash and just like Los Angeles or downtown LA. Because the last few times we've been to Texas, we spent most of our time in San Antonio, and we, we didn't really hang out in Austin. So this was like our first, or for me, it was like my first like Austin experience. But it was like, dude, I feel like I'm in LA right now. This is gross, but. So, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about the uh, the video going on. I don't know if we really want to talk about that, but that was weird. But uh, uh, we're just like walking, trying to find like a cool bar to hang out in. Most of them are like just blasting like hip hop and, you know, dubstep or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's not really our thing. And we walked by this one. I think they're playing like Master of Puppets or some Metallica song. And we're like, this might be cool. So it was called the Jackrabbit. We walked in and I was in that California mindset and i was like but also because we just went to the barbecue place that didn't have miller they only had course but but so i was like do you guys have miller light and the bartender just kind of looked at me he's like uh are, are we in texas and i was like yeah and she's like yeah we have miller <laughs> and i was like oh thank god and i was like okay yeah but that, that was such a refreshing, even though, you know, maybe it came off as, it didn't bother me, but maybe it comes off as rude. But for me, it was just like, it was such a refreshing, like, yes, <laughs> they had Miller everywhere. But see, the thing that, that kind of got me though, was then she pulls out a can and gives me a can of Miller and they had like tap handles on the sides. And I was like, well, what the hell do you have in your, if you're going to give me that type of reaction, asking if you have Miller but you don't have it on tap. Like what the hell do you have on your taps? I don't know, but at least they had Miller. So I, I got Miller and then Mark got his beer. And then I think I'm guessing it was the owner, but some dude came up by where we were. And he, and then these other people came up and like, was like all up in our space and they smelled like weed and other gross stuff. And they're just like talking about like some dude selling drugs and getting in fights and all this stuff, just like super loud. It was yeah, like we we're just trying to have a good time to get the night started and get like get in the mood. Yeah. 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 Well, because also, I, I guess the people that walked in by us, like, worked at some of the bars in the area, too. So, they, they tell, like, their bar stories back and forth. But it's just weird because, like, again, going back to me watching the bar rescue and getting kind of, like, a prude now with the bars and learning ways that, that bars should run. This dude's just, like, yelling right next to us, just, like, cussing about stuff, talking about, like, people selling drugs and kicking people out. And I was like... It's kind of weird. I mean, at first it didn't bother me really, but just at first it was kind of cool. Not cool, but it's just like, 
oh, that's cool. Like, it's relaxed here, you know, whatever, talk about whatever. But after sitting through it for, like, an hour, it just got kind of weird and uncomfortable. It was just like, so, so I finished my first beer, and then I'm like, I kind of want another one. But no one came, like, after that first beer, no one came to tend to us for, like, 30 minutes. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, Mark being a slow drinker, he finished, he he finally finished, <laughs> he fin- finally finished his beer. It's France, it's 6 a.m. You don't eat burgers and drink beer. It's breakfast. You don't drink beer at 6 a.m.? What are you doing? You got to drink, you got to have a beer with your breakfast. Well, good morning to you, and thanks for hanging out with us so early. Um, so so after Mark finished his beer, I was like, maybe look at the hint if I do this. And I, I pushed both of our beers to the very edge of the bar. And it still took like 10, and the guy's like standing right next to us, just yelling about, you know, these druggies and fights and all this stuff. And I'm just like waiting. I didn't want to be that dude that's like waving them down and stuff. So I'm, you know... We're just sitting there. And then so finally the guy comes up, which is, this is a different guy than the first bartender I talked to. And so he's like, he's like, what do you guys want? And I was like, I'll take a Miller Lite. And I was proud of it this time because the girl gave me some crap for asking, do you have it? And I was like, we're in Texas. This is Miller Lite, Pride State. Everyone loves Miller Lite. And then he's, <laughs> and then he's giving me crap. He's like, you want me to just piss in a cup and give that to you? And I was like, what the heck, man? I can't win here. I was like, what are you? <laughs> and then I thought later I should have been mad when he gave me the bill and be like, why are you charging me for pissing in a cup, dude? This should be free. You should be paying me. But so he gave me crap for drinking Miller Lite because I wasn't drinking whatever they were. And oh, and another thing is they were all. At the, the short amount of time we were there, they took, I think, four or five shots. Like, they were just getting smashed. And then I think Mark got a, what did you get, a Budweiser, I think? He got, oh, yeah, that's right. He got a Lone Star because, yeah. Uh, yeah, because you didn't want to be made fun of. I, I stick by my brand. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I Yeah, that's a good beer. Yeah. Yeah, so now you look like that guy. But the the second bartender didn't see our IDs, so you were you were in the clear on that one. But yeah, I I wish I wish whenever we go to Texas, I could have just like a temporary Texas ID. I I don't I don't like going around, especially especially with all with all the freaking people, specifically Austin too. With all the people moving from uh, from California to Austin right now, 
Yeah. And the bartender even made a comment about that, too. We showed her IDs. Uh, and she's like, oh, you guys thinking about moving to Austin? <laughs> and, then, and then I was just kind of like, well, it'd be cool, but probably not right now. And Mark said something about because he wants to he wants to move out to, to Houston or somewhere. And then and she was just like, yeah, that, that was just a joke because, you know, I'll all these California people moving to Austin right now. And I was like, ooh. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just getting burned left and right in this bar just for, just for, just for living. And then. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. Here's your beer. <laughs> I am com- from California, but I hate that I am. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I just. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after the second beer, and not really just because that, it's just because, like, uh, it wasn't really because they were being weird and it was uncomfortable. Well, it was, but that wasn't the reason we left after the second one. It's because, like I said at the beginning of this part, is we were planning to go bar hopping. So, you know, you have a couple beers, go to a different bar. So, but it was a trashy, you don't got to take it back. It was, it was a trashy bar. (laughs) But, uh, but what was funny though, is after our second beer, you know, we push our things and we get the check, sign it, whatever. And then the, the dude that was like yelling and whatever, and also he's missing teeth and stuff. He's like. What are you guys leaving? <laughs> like, like he's so surprised. Which I, I'm, you know, usually whatever. If, if the bar's trashy and it's, I mean, because you know we play, we play trashy bars all the time. So it's like I'm kind of used to it. Like whatever, I could deal with it. Yeah, we went. We played freaking King Eddie's where there was the. <laughs> There was the whole shanty town and like people doing meth on the street. Yeah, you know I'm I'm used to that, so like I could deal with it. It was just funny that as as unprofessional as that bar is, to be surprised that someone's leaving after after we even stayed for like an hour, which I think is longer than most people probably would. Like if there was actual tourists that aren't used to that environment that go to this bar, they would leave immediately. So I was just like, after we were there for like an hour, it's like, you're leaving? <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And then so we're like, we're like, well, yeah, we, we we're going to go check out the live bands around. And he was trying to tell us like, oh, everyone canceled. There's no live bands. This place canceled. This place. All you're going to find is shitty cover bands. Like, there's no live bands left. Like, he's trying to convince us to stay there. It was like, okay, we'll, we'll take our chances. We'll check it out. We went like two doors, two to three doors down. We found a live band. I think they were playing originals. I, they might have been covers. I don't know. But uh, they sounded cool. They were like a, yeah, it was kind of like a bluesy, like, that was the Friends, Friends Bar, right? Yeah. And they're playing, yeah, they're, oh yeah, for sure. The inside, the bartenders looked a little more hipster, but you know, they're usually not so trashy. But uh, they were playing like, like really old school, like bluesy kind of Stevie Ray Vaughan style, just like grooving music, which was really good. The band was cool, and uh, so we sat there, had a few beds. Once again, no mailer on tap, but they had the cans. 
But like I said, it was a very hipster looking thing. So they had like all craft beer and like like in house like Texas brew and stuff. And uh, <laughs> we were, they had the Olympics on. The Olympics opening ceremony, which lasted like four hours. I didn't know what the hell was going on. They just had, it was weird. Cause like, yeah, one screen, they had curling going on. So I don't know if that's part of the Olympics and that's just not that important. So like on the main screen, they have like just countries waving their flags. It went forever. Just constantly going and going and going. And I was getting annoyed because there's there was people walking like on the Olympic floor waving the flag, but they're also like holding their phone, like filming themselves. I'm like, this is on national television. Why you gotta? F- oh, I, I can't even believe they allowed phones in that thing. It was just like, but that place was all right. It was cool. The band was good. We didn't hang out there too long, but uh, it, it was a cool place. I don't I don't think there was anything noteworthy of that place, but. No, I think the last one we did. Yeah. We didn't we were there for a while though, because I, I was into the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like Steve Ray Vaughn slash walk on down. Don't remember what that was called. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't know how I forgot because that's the one right next to MI in LA that I hate. Yeah, I saw I saw it uh, when when we were walking down there on on Sunday, before because at that night it was already kind of dark, so you couldn't really see. But on Sunday we went earlier, and uh, before we went back to the airport, and I just saw like the area they had. I kind of looked up there. Yeah, it looked really cool, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I would have sat at the bar. They just didn't have any spots open. And I just feel like, I feel like the way it was laid out and stuff, just because uh, I, I don't like to be in the front unless it's like something where like 
rocking out to or something because it's like that's kind of i feel like where people that are into it they want to be and they want to like dance and stuff and so it's like we kind of just yeah yeah so we went to the side which was fun because they had we uh we played that that basketball arcade game where you you pump it and uh i don't know what you're putting your hands up for but you know, it's all good. <laughs> I let you in. That's fine. No, I, I won't take it away from you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we played it twice. The, it was it was that that basketball game with like the the tiny balls and and there's like a basketball and you hit it with your fist and go in the hoops. The first game was pretty close. You you did beat me, but it was close. Then we played again. I don't know what happened, but you destroyed me the second time. I I did so bad. Yeah, but the the second one you freaking destroyed me. You were just getting hoop after hoop after hoop, and I was just like bouncing left, bouncing right, and I was like, ah. But once again, you did. You did. Once again, no Miller on tap, but they did have it in cans, and I was so excited because, first of all, they had like this big like Miller uh, like plaque on the wall that I took a picture of, and then in the back on the way to the bathroom, there's this other Miller thing, and then we were just looking like, because we were standing like in the back like you were saying and just looking down the like from the back to the front door of the bar just you just see white cans everywhere and i was like everyone's drinking miller here mark mark was the only one with the blue can in his hand and there's just like white cans everywhere and i was like oh my god this is awesome mm-hmm Yeah, it was it was crazy. There's just Yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh it was a cool sight to see. I don't get to see that very often. Uh-huh. <laughs> From Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I didn't know until I saw it on the can that one day, which was the, la the last time we went to Texas. I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> but But what I've come to realize, though, is that I do still love Texas, but Austin is not for me. <laughs> the The whole when they say the whole thing about uh about keep Austin weird and hipster whatever, Austin Austin is too close to L.A. for me to really enjoy it, and it is very hipster in the fact that all the bars there, all the beers on tap are all like craft beers or like in house like homemade beers and all this stuff, and then plus it's just like it smelled like piss and weed and it's all trashy and there's like a bunch of homeless people and stuff 
Because all the time we spent in San Antonio, every bar we went to had Miller on tap. And I think that's the only other place I've been right now. But I imagine Dallas has, especially Dallas and Fort Worth, has Miller on tap everywhere. Maybe even Houston. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah. Keep Austin weird. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't think it helps that all of California is moving to Austin. That's that's probably that's probably making it more like LA than it needs to be. Cuz we were even talking about uh which I guess we could get to it in a minute cuz that's pretty much the end of Friday anyway. So Saturday's coming up our Saturday time, but we had to drive to to pick up your amp and we were even talking about just like the amount of traffic just trying to go like 20 miles away was just i felt like i was back on the 101 because because usually you know what you're used to and what you talked to me about just being from oklahoma and even just like going to other places in texas and even when, when we're in san antonio you're used to like when a place yeah yeah 10 miles means 10 minutes but when you're driving 20 miles away it shouldn't take you 35 minutes to get there but it was like it was just so ridiculous, man. Yeah, I hated it. We were both miserable. We we were already stressed out from the day, but the tra the traffic thing and feeling like we're back in LA didn't help. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, pretty much. And I think the more California people that move there, the closer it's getting. <laughs> And soon Austin's just going to be, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that was kind of the end of Friday. We, we went to that last bar. I think we had the most drinks there and then we went back. Uh, oh, we, we rode some birds.
But we but we didn't stop drinking though. It was Yeah. It was I th I think it was a couple things though. It was for one the bars um that I mean a second bar was great. I think that was probably the best one. We, we, we did have a lot of fun at the third one and probably spent the most time there, but I think the second one was great. It's just, um, there wasn't that, I guess the Jackal, the Jack Rabbit guy wasn't completely off. There wasn't that many live bands playing that night was one thing. Cause that's kind of most of what we're looking for is like just live uh, original music. And the third one was, was all cover songs, which, which is why like we weren't just hanging out all night, but, and also it was just acoustic, um, that, but also just the, it was so cold and the wind was like, I, I didn't want to, I, I couldn't, yeah, I, I couldn't keep going much longer. Cause like, you know, inside the bars were warm, but as soon as you walk outside, you just get the wind on your face. And it's like, we don't even know where the next bar is. We're going to hang out at. And we're, every bar we go to is getting further and further from the hotel. It's like, dude, the walk back is going to suck. So, so finally we, we, uh, we we're just like, why don't we, let's just go, uh, we'll stop by a liquor store real quick and, uh, let's, let's grab some bevs and we'll do the music thing at the hotel and, and hang out and whatever. So I was like, all right. And then, so we're, we're walking by and it was cold and the wind was blowing on our face, but I was, uh, Mark, or there's like birds everywhere, which if you don't know what the birds are, that's a, it's kind of like a scooter rental thing. You get like an app on your phone. And then you could scan it and rent these like scooter things that are supposed to take you around town. And they're everywhere in Austin. So he's like, dude, you ever rode a bird before? And I was like, no, but I'll try it. And I was just thinking like, it's probably going to suck because they do go pretty fast. And I was like, it's probably going to suck because like the wind's blowing and it's going to make it even colder. But I just want to get back. So we rented these bird things and uh, went down to a, to like one of the liquor stores nearby got some bevs for the room and then <laughs> i had mine in a bag i think i got I, I don't remember what i got but for some reason i had it in a bag i think i got like individual cans or something and then um as soon as i got back on my bird and i started going down the street the bag just ripped and the cans flew everywhere so that was awesome and we were having trouble like trying to scan them back in and stuff but uh oh larry joel's here what's going on man What's your opinion on the Jim Morrison room? Ever done a podcast there? I don't know where the Jim Morrison room is, so I don't have an opinion on that. Uh, what's your opinion on the Jim Morrison room? I don't know. He, he just asked the Jim Morrison room. I'm not sure. Uh, but to answer your question, no, I've never done a podcast there. Uh, but anyway, so we took the birds and that's true. Even though we've never done another location aside from my place and your place, but one day, uh, so we ended up going back to the hotel. We had our bevs with us and we just hung out there for the rest of the night and it was a good time. And then, uh, Saturday happened. I didn't, but you could tell it cause I have to go to the bathroom.
Um, so, yeah, so we brought him to the liquor store. And then when you go on the app, they have an option to pause. So, because, you know, usually, like, when you're done, you have to end the ride and then someone else could take it. But you have the option to pause. So that way you could, if you're doing something like we were, where you go to the liquor store and you're going to come right back out, you just pause it so no one could take the scooter and then do your thing, come back out, and then resume. So we went inside and bought our bevs. Or we paused it first outside, went inside, bought our bevs, came back out, went to resume. Mark scanned his. Yeah, he scanned his, hit resume. He was good. I scanned mine and it said, I'm sorry, this ride's already occupied or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's taken by me. So I was like, did I I maybe scan the wrong? Because there was like three in the area. So I was like, maybe I scanned the wrong one. So I scanned every single one that was nearby and they all said they're occupied. And I was like, I guess I don't have one. <laughs> so we got in this predicament where Mark had one and I did not. So uh, what ha- <laughs> Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> It might have been because because my bag ripped and my beer flew everywhere. So then I was like trying to hold, I was like carrying my beer, but also trying to hold on to the lift without, or to the bird or whatever it's called. No, I, I, I had to like carriage my beer this way and then try to hold on to the handles with one hand. We fell, or you, you didn't, you didn't, but I fell like six times. It was awesome. Yeah, with the... <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that cold yet. <laughs> We're not a couple. We're not together. But you know what really pissed me off about that whole thing? Because, okay, so... This was the first time I've ever downloaded or tried to use this app in my life, right? So I downloaded it, and it said a thing about, thanks for joining Bird or whatever the thing's called. And uh, since you're a new customer, you get 30 minutes free or 10 minutes, whatever it was. Like some amount of minutes free. And I was like, cool. So I scanned the thing, used it for about like 45 seconds to get to the liquor store, pause it go inside the liquor store, and then, you know, we just told what happened since then. So I literally used it for 45 seconds and wasn't allowed back on. Then we just use yours, get to the thing. The next day I checked my email and I got charged for $7.50 for using it for how, I don't know, however long that, it's like 35 cents a minute. So I don't know if someone just took it and it worked under my account, even though it didn't let me use it. I don't know what happened, but I was like, I definitely didn't get my 10 minutes free or however long it was supposed to be. And someone went off on seven minutes and 50 cents, however long that is. I was just like, that's freaking stupid app, man. God dang it. Yeah, I paid for someone to go pick up their drugs or something. I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh, man. But anyway, it was a good time. It was fun. It was a good a good night. I did have a lot of Miller, even though none of it was on tap, unfortunately. But what are you going to do? So then Saturday came. Show day. I actually woke up at a decent hour. I'm not going to say early, but it was it was a decent hour. Uh, you actually kind of slept in a little bit because I think we woke up at the same time. Yeah, you woke up later than you usually do, and then you said you're going down to get coffee, and and he brought me a snack, and I think as soon as he came up with the snack, I woke up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. See, I'm a man and I tough it up without coffee. I do sometimes, and then I fall back asleep. I was surprised at how I was surprised at how early I woke up that day without feeling hungover at all. Yeah, I was gonna say the whole weekend because especially after the show on Saturday, like we drank a lot at the show, and even even after because you you went to the other. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but you went you went to the other hotel, and I was hanging out with those other people and. Yeah, we had a lot Saturday and Sunday. I was I was great. I was surprised. I thought I was going to be like not wanting to move at all. We did carrot top. <laughs> Is there anyone in LA that uh <laughs> that's kind of a cocksucker? Don't want to mention any names, but uh Chris Angel, maybe? <laughs> Chris Angel. <laughs> what? That was so funny. He was like, "Don't don't want to plant any seeds or anything, but I don't know, maybe Chris Angel." <laughs> well, you heard it here first, Chris Angel, nice guy, <laughs> not an asshole. <laughs> what a show! That was entertaining. By the way, little side note: How has Carrot Top been in Vegas for over twenty-five years? I don't get it. It's so surprising. 
I mean, maybe his show is that great. I've never seen it live, but just from what I know about him, what I have seen, it's just like, it's unbelievable to me. Yeah, well... Well, again, going back to Chris Angel, he got he got booted from the Luxor before Carrot Top. He's still there. Because Chris Angel's at Planet Hollywood now. He's not at the Luxor anymore. And he was there for a while. And I feel like... I mean, I don't know him personally. Apparently, maybe he might be a douche. I don't know. But uh, I feel like at least his show was, like, more professional. He seemed like a cooler, like... You know, he, he used to be a rock star, sort of. And, like, kind of like a cooler guy. That's what I thought, but maybe not. I don't know. Because wasn't he saying he, he had a... I mean, I know he's been at the Luxor forever, but didn't he say he's also playing somewhere else too? I think he said he had two places. I don't know. Anyway, we don't got to talk about Carrot Top. Let's talk about us. We're more important. <laughs> this is about us. Well, I think you know how I feel, but we don't know how the people feel about it. It's a whole day. Yeah. Even though you're getting even though you're getting pissed off cuz you're having trouble doing it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe before that, yeah. It is. It's it's weird because, see, I feel like some people, maybe even some people in the band, I don't want to plant any. I don't want to plant any seeds, but Tyler, uh, <laughs> so no, like like, that's okay. He can hear. It. He'll probably agree with me. There there's some, there's some people that like, uh, and it's not it's not. I'm not even like trying to trash him. Like you know. It makes sense. He's a singer. Maybe he doesn't have that much to prepare. But there's some people. Yeah, there's some people for shows where it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, we got a show. We're not playing till freaking nine at night. So it's like, okay, I'll worry about it at six. I'll start getting ready. But for me and you, we're like, today's show day. As soon as you wake up, you're, you're already, it's like, okay, I'm not planning anything the rest of the day. Everything's about the show. I'm going to get all this stuff ready. I'm going to have everything. And usually we're ready like hours ahead of time if we can be. But uh, we had some stuff to do. Not even that much things to do this day. But just just the amount of things to do. And because it was kind of on a timeline. 
And then uh, Tyler's family was out there and his mom wanted to go out and have breakfast with us, which was really generous. And I, I really wanted to go with her because I like her a lot. And also she helped us out with the hotels and other things like that. So I was like, yeah, I definitely like want to do that. It was a little bit later than I was hoping, but it feels like that one thing that was only like maybe an hour long, maybe an hour and a half. It feels like it threw everything off the rest of the day. The, <laughs> the whole... Yeah. 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 And after that, the whole day, me and Mark are just stressing out because we, it's like, it, it's like, because cause we had a, so, Mark's amp recently blew out multiple times, even though he tried to get it fixed. So we, we were picking up a rental amp nearby, kind of. Well, this is what we were talking about earlier, where we had a drive. We had a drive somewhere that was like 20 miles away. That took us like 35 minutes because L.A. traffic apparently is in Austin now. So that was a thing. And then I wanted to stop by Guitar Center because I wanted to get some uh, drumsticks so just because I only had a couple left and just in case I break any and also I wanted to throw some out in the crowd and stuff like that. So I was like, I need to get drumsticks. I also needed, needed a drum key to tune up my drums and for my kick pedal to tighten everything up. And uh, and then we had to fill up the CO2 tank, which we didn't end up using, but we were planning to use it. And it was those three things specifically. And it was just like all of a sudden because of this breakfast it was only like an hour and a half long just set us back so much that the whole rest of the day we're just like me and mark are just panicking the whole time and we're like stressed out on edge like trying to get there the fun one is that what you're gonna say? We're the fun ones. <laughs> or or if you're not drunk with us, we're the annoying ones. And the ones you don't the ones you don't want to hang out with. Yeah. It's it's fun to us when we're drunk together, but I'm sure for the I'm sure for the sober people people like that's why that's probably why Tyler doesn't uh see us very much. <laughs> uh you're talking about we're we're when it comes to showtime we're the ones yeah Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because after we got to the point... Like we drove down to get 
Mark's amp, and it's already like, oh man, we're already running behind. We still had to go to Guitar Center so I could get my stuff. And then by then it's like, dude, we're going to be late to loading up the van. Then we're going to be late to loading at the venue. And even though uh, Tyler talked to Jason from Dangerous Toys, and he was like, oh, you guys are cool, just show up whenever you need to. But for me, it was like, they originally said 4 o'clock, so it's like, I... That's when we need to be there. And we're at the hotel at four, still loading up the van. And I was like, oh my God, we still had to get the CO2 thing. And I was like, geez, we didn't show up to like five. And I was still stressing out. And even after we got there and everyone was cool and no one seemed to care. And we're still, and we like loading our gear in and stuff. I was still stressing out. Cause like, well, we still need to go back to the hotel and get ready. Like we haven't got dressed yet. I got to, we got to put our makeup or you don't do makeup, but I got to put my makeup on and we got to do all that. And then we still have to come back to the venue and I didn't want to miss the first band. So, and plus uh, me and you wanted to run through the set. So it was just like the whole day was just unnecessary stress. And nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, there's no reason for it. Like, like we were, we were talking about even in the moment of it, we're like, how many times have we like played at the whiskey? We're like, Oh, Loden's at three. And we show up maybe even, same thing like where we're stressing we show up at like 3 30 and the doors are locked we're knocking on the door and they're like what are you guys doing here so early we're like you guys said three <laughs> like that's what and, and like we're they're like I, I okay i guess you can load in and no other band shows up till like 7 30 and we're just like well that was a waste but whatever but so nine times out of ten there's no reason to be worried but it's just like for me it's and for you yeah it's like i i just want i want to be ready i Ideally, I would like to have everything ready ahead of time. <laughs> and yeah. Well, see, what I would have liked is is if we would have had time to get ready at the hotel before load-in. Like, get all of our stuff ready, get ready at the hotel, load-in, and then we could hang out. We could have some bevs at the bar. We could watch Dangerous Toys sound check. We could hang out at the merch booth. Because there's, there's people buying merch the whole time while we were gone. And, and there's people that, like, wanted our autograph and stuff like that, which I think they probably got after the... Yeah. And I, I'm guessing they got it after the show. I know we signed some stuff, but like, for me, that that's the way I'd prefer it. Which, although usually I prefer, I do prefer to get ready after we load in and set up and stuff like like that. But just for this show, because it was like there was a backstage, but I think the green room was was reserved specifically for Dangerous Toys. Which maybe they would have shared if we asked. I don't know, because they had like the. Oh, thanks, dude. He he was one of the guys commenting earlier. I don't know if he's still here, but uh, he was here earlier. So yeah, so thank you. Yeah. He... And and I love Texas just as much. So it's it's a mutual arrangement. But uh, typically, I like to set up and do all that first, and then and then uh, get ready later. But uh, I think. I think Dangerous Toys had had the green room to themselves, which is understandable. And uh, well, because they had, you know, where that rope was, like 
like right where, so you go down the ramp and we had all the gear there and there's like a rope and stairs there i think the room's upstairs because I, I saw some of them i saw some of them going up and down there so i think they had yeah that, that's why i was saying i think i think they were back there and i i'm guessing they had like a tv where they were watching us because they i i don't think they were like on this oh is that what it was maybe i because because i didn't i didn't see any of them on the side of the stage but i know they were watching us from somewhere yeah yeah that was cool that was cool Oh yeah, they were great. They were great. Well, I, I've been trying to I've been trying to make a point to pay more attention to the crowd because you know a lot of times for the drummer especially because you're so far back and with the lights and stuff, especially like shows like the whiskey and stuff. You can't even really see the crowd, like maybe the front row, but you're just so far back and it's dark out there, so you can't really see. And I realized after seeing some of our videos live, like some of our videos on YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that, and watching them back, like I don't remember a lot of stuff. Like I remember playing the show, but all I remember is just like playing, but I don't remember much about the crowd or like seeing certain things. So I've been trying to make a point of paying attention to that stuff. And one thing one thing that really inspires me is is watching a when we watch the Aerosmith videos and you just see Kramer just staring at his hi-hat just like like he's just one-on-one -on -one focus. Like you could you could hear him counting just how focused he is. And I notice sometimes playing like I'll catch myself sometimes just playing and I'm just like looking at my hi-hat and I'm like, why am I looking here? Like, I know where it is. I know how to play it. So it's like, I want to focus on the crowd and take in the moment and see the people and really enjoy the moment. And I think, I think I did a really good job at this show. Like I, it's been something I've, it's something I've really been working on. And like, even in this room, cause it's pretty dark in here and I practice on my electric kit, like Sometimes I'll just turn the lights off and practice like with the lights off. So it's like, I'm not looking at anything or I'll just like close my eyes or I'll just try to like, I'll pick a point on the wall and stare at it and just play. So it's like, I'm not looking at my hi-hat, not looking at my ride. And cause I, I feel like there's some, sh some of our bigger shows like the whiskey shows and, and maybe even the spring breakdown show where it's like, I feel like I missed a lot cause I didn't really take in the whole picture and I'm just like focusing too much on what I'm doing and it was cool because this show, I was able to look in the crowd a lot and I saw people like I I noticed certain parts of certain songs or just like even uh, even something specifically I was doing where there's people in the crowd and they're just like air drumming to it. Like that's a cool feeling or it's like it's like this is something I made and I wrote and I'm just like playing this beat and there's people like air drumming along to it. Like that's cool. And that's stuff 
I don't always see at, at these bigger shows if I'm just like staring at my hi-hats. Like there could be a guy over here that's just like, oh, I freaking love the drummer, but I'm just like not paying attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just how you play. It's your style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think for me, I felt like I had a really good balance at this show for focusing on what I'm doing and also looking. I also feel like this is one of the first shows ever that I played in my life where I feel like I didn't miss a single beat or a single note. Because there, there's a lot of lot of shows and a lot of times, you know, where obviously people are like, oh, you guys sounded so good, you're great, and whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, was, yeah. And they're like, oh, no one noticed, and it's like, well, I noticed. And there's a lot of times where it's like, I know I missed something or I do something wrong, but like this show, I just... I felt so on top of it and so solid where I I don't there's nothing that I mean maybe I'll I'll listen back to the recording and be like oh that sounded horrible <laughs> but right now like in my mind there's it was like the most perfect I could ever play our songs Yeah Can we talk about Colton for one second? And and I mean I mean literally one second. And then we could and then we can continue about ourselves cuz you know cuz cuz you know we're conceited. But dude, Colton, what a freaking great badass bass player. I love having him back in the band. He's great. He has great stage presence, great performance. He's cool. And that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> 
the the new segment 30 seconds of colton go (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah eddie's great he definitely pulled he definitely pulled through on our last texas shows too Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think regardless of of any other base players we've had, I think unfortunately for them, I think Colton's always going to have that special place in in the band's heart because he was he was base player number 1. And it's it's so cool to have him back in it, especially for a show like this to have him. Cause, dude, I was I was looking at a I was looking at some comments we got, uh, on the the band YouTube page, and someone commented from like our old whiskey video from like three years ago, uh, just a few days ago. So I I was replying to, I was replying to them, but then I was scrolling through, and there was a Colton or a Colton. There was a comment from Colton. From like five years ago, that was like so glad I was able to play this show with you guys. Wish I could do it again, something like that. And it's like, and now he's back doing it with us again. So it, it's like, dude, it's really cool. I like it. It's awesome. Yeah, without getting a storm back in there, maybe one day. Hey, what do you, what do you think the chances are if we play? Well, I don't think Colton will be there though. That's the thing. But if we play Oklahoma, what are the chances are you think Storm would uh, learn some some second guitar for us just for the one show? That'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Anyway, so Dangerous Toy Show was amazing. The crowd was as good as they possibly could have been. We had a great response. And uh, I was super excited to meet all of you guys. And, dude, we sold out of every single piece of merch we brought. So thank you all so much. Um, Yeah, we sold out of... Although we did only have five vinyls left. But we sold those. We sold all of the shirts and, and everything, all the posters and everything. Um, I know some some of you guys have heard of us before and probably were expecting us there and were excited to see us. So it's cool that we had, we had some pre-fans. But the ones that didn't really hear us before and that gave us such a great response for the first time. But, I mean, just all of you in general. Thank you so much. We had... Such a great time. It was honestly the best show we've ever played in this band. And a great crowd, great response, great time all around. Uh, Thank you for buying the merch. Thanks for coming and talking and hanging out with us after the show. We always appreciate the autographs. I know sometimes with the certain bands, especially if you don't know them, you're unsure if like, oh, I don't want to bug them. But like, we love signing stuff for you guys. We love talking to you guys. Thank you so much. 
and uh, it couldn't have been any better. It was about as good as I could have imagined. And then, aside from talking about ourselves for a second, after we were done, just watching Dangerous Toys was a whole other thing on top of that. Like, I, it couldn't have been a better night, or even just a better weekend, but... Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there there was a really cool post that that Tyler made a couple days ago that was something about about when this band first started we were covering songs from this band and then this weekend we opened a show for them and got to watch them live like after right after we played yep i mean it's like it's like it, it is a band that we enjoy a lot and we're really into and we listen to just for fun on and like the nights when i'm just at your place and we're drinking we'll pull up some dangerous toys videos and they're one of those bands from the 80s where it's like we it's one of those bands in our regular rotation so it's cool like you know, a lot of times you play a show and you have a great show and then the band's after, like, you'll watch and you'll be like, yeah, that was cool. But it's like, think about a band that you really enjoy, like Aerosmith or Motley Crue. Like, it's not that often that you play a great show. And then immediately after, it's, you're at a show. Like, a lot of a lot of times it's like you play a great show, you have some drinks, and you watch the next band. It's like, that was fun. But it's like, this show was like, we played a great show. We had the time of our lives. And then now, yeah. Yeah, for us, it was like, we played a show, and it was about us for about five minutes. And then Dangerous Toys came on, and it's like, now we're at a show, and screw, screw Leather Duchess. Now we're just going to enjoy the show. And on top of that, there's not very often where we all really hang out and like enjoy a show as a band like a lot of times specifically bass players too i don't know what it is with bass players but for some reason a lot a lot of our shows like even with colton and stuff which we love him regardless not not anything against him but a lot of times like we'll play a show somewhere we won't really see him before the show we'll see him like 15 minutes before see him do the show on stage and then he kind of leaves shortly after and then it's like me and you and maybe Tyler will hang out too and that's kind of it but this time it was like we were all there the whole time aside from when me and you left to get ready and I think Colton left to pick up his girlfriend and stuff but you know it's like like we showed up there we all loaded our stuff we were there for the first band together we were kind of hanging out a little bit we we're at the merch booth played the show kicked ass talked to people and then when Dangerous Toys went on, we were all just there together, just drinking, rocking out, and partying, having a good time. And Tyler's mom got some good video of that, too. 
We're all like wrapping arms together, just rocking out. And uh, I rocked out a little bit too hard. Went. It it swelled down now, but <laughs> as soon as they started playing teasing, pleasing. As soon as they started, I'll show it in a second. As soon as I started teasing, pleasing, I got too excited because that's my jam. And uh, I I got a little too into it and Mark had his beer up. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, like when a, a good song comes on, you got to raise your beer and be like, yeah. So that kind of happened. And I started just like headbanging too hard that I headbutted Mark's beer, like in the perfect position. So it doesn't look that bad now, but I got a little cut. It's a little one. But it looked way worse in the moment because, well, first of all, it was a little bit longer. So it was, it was like this long, but also I had like, I had this red makeup on that was going like across this way, kind of like raccoon style, but red, but it looked like the red was part of the cut. So it looked like I got punched in the eye. It looked, it looked really bad. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's what Kat thought too. Cause, cause I FaceTimed her later that night and showed her it and she thought it was like the whole thing. And she's like, do you need to go to the doctor? And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. And then I saw her the next day when we landed. She's like, oh, it didn't look that bad as it did on the call. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, that was just like makeup. Because it was like just smeared red makeup. But it blended so well with, with the cut because it was like dried blood and stuff. It looked like my whole entire eye was just like puffed up. It was so bad. But uh, no, it was, it was a good show, man. They, they had a really cool set list. Uh-huh. <laughs> mhm. Mm Sometimes I wonder when people see me not just in the crowd but like even on stage just cuz I never stop moving I'm like I wonder if they think I'm just like on cocaine or something. <laughs> cuz I'm just constantly like going like 100% just going. Uh, yeah, I like I saw some of the videos that, that Tyler's mom was sending and I was just like, some times they're hard to watch because it's like, I think I'm a little too crazy sometimes. <laughs> Maybe I should calm down. I know, we, we need to get, we need to get the uh, HD version. That's because somebody has an Android so they can't send the, uh, No, because you're you're in the group chat. So when it sends that way, it's just, it, it's like that for everybody. Yeah, yeah. To to the man. Well, I I really want the one uh, when it's the four of us with our arms around each other, just rocking out. That one's cool. That that's the one for me. I think I think it would be cool to do that with flying. If we get if we get like a bunch of fan videos and then uh some of the shots from Tyler's mom and I think his sister took some stuff and just like comp a bunch of like fan stuff together. I think we do there was there was one post, I can't find it for the life of me. I don't know what happened, but I found this one post where this dude had like 
three or four different videos. And he tagged, I don't know if he tagged me or tagged the band page, but I was I was going through trying to save all the videos because I wanted to comp something together. And I accidentally like backed out of it because I was on my phone. I accidentally backed out of it and I was like scrolling through trying to find it and I can't find it. I don't know where happened to it. And I, I don't have the, the videos. Or tag, don't tag Leather Duchess. I mean, you can tag Leather Duchess. I might find it. But tag Jake Wolf. Jake Space Wolf. Pretty easy. And uh, I will save all of the videos that you tagged me in from the show. And I will comp together some type of thing. And we'll probably have it in an official Leather Duchess music video. And I'll credit I'll credit everybody at the end. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a scrolling credits with... Who shot what? Yeah. It was a great show. It was... Like I was saying, I... It's not very often you play... A show that you feel so good about and have such a good crowd and then immediately after you're in the audience of a show that you're so so excited for I moderately like them Yeah, I was going to say, you, you say you like them, but we spent half their show backstage just hanging out and doing stuff. Well, no, I was I was looking for you. Because I did. Well, because so so what happened? Because I thought I thought Tyler was the biggest Dangerous Toys fan, but I might be wrong. Because what happened was, <laughs> you know, we were hanging out the merch booth and uh, doing that thing, and I had some drinks and I was running low, and I was like, "Well, I'm sure I'm going to see Mark at some point." So I went before Dangerous Toys went on when they were about to go on. I was like, well, "I'm going to go to the bar." And I was like, I got me a drink. I got you a drink. It's like, I'm sure I'll see him at some point. And I went to the very front. I was like second second row because front was just completely booked, which is cool. And uh, I was like, I'm just hanging out here. And I was there from the very first note. But I was just there by myself. And I was like, where the hell is everybody? Like, I thought, I thought we were a dangerous toys band. I don't know where anyone is. So after like when they started the second song, and I was like, dude, I got to at least find Mark. I imagine Tyler was probably a uh, man in the merch booth, which, you know, that's fine. And uh, so I was like, I at least got to find Mark because I don't picture you're there. You're probably talking to your uncle or something. But I was like, I have this beer. And I was holding it for like 15 minutes. And I was like, I, I got to get this to him. So I finally found you. And then you said something about like, hey, I'll be right there. Meet you in the front. And I was like, cool. I'll be, I'm already there. Gave you your, your beer. 
and then went back to the front, and then you showed up, and I was like, dude, I thought Tyler was a Dangerous Toys fan. Where the hell is Tyler? And as soon as I said that, I turned and saw him, like, right behind you, and I was like, oh! And then they, like, played through a song, and we're, like, rocking out and having a good time. And after that song was over, it's like, like, they started the next song, and I was like, it would just be great if, if freaking Colton was here. We could be here as a band. And as soon as I said that, I turned around and saw Colton there. And I was like, oh, we're all here. And I was like, dude, it would be great if I had a million dollars. And that didn't show up. But, but I tried. <laughs> just keep trying. But no, we were all there. And it was it was, it was was a good time, man. It was awesome. And uh, there were some things that happened on Sunday. But we're at about two hours. So I think it's a good time to call it a night. I know you've got to work tomorrow. So, uh, you're choosing, because you need some money to recover from that, that trip. And, uh, Super Bowl's coming up. So we got to, uh, real quick, who's our pick? Who's our pick? Yeah, my man. Me too. Yeah, I'm not a Bengals fan, and I have to just because I'm from LA. So it's like, you know, it'd be cool for them to win in LA Stadium. It would be it would be cool. Uh but I could go either way. I just want a good game. That's what I want. I don't care. Uh thanks everyone for watching and hanging out. Thanks to all the new fans from Texas. Thanks for all you people for making it the greatest show we've ever had. Keep keep watching. We're gonna be uh spilling some beans on this show in the future. We might actually when the album's coming out, we might have some special guests on here as well. That are playing on the album, but we'll have them featured on this show. If you want to uh, see some exclusive interviews, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Mark, if you want to sign us off, yeah, yeah, and some really bad ones. So test your luck. Oh, I think we are finishing recording the album tomorrow. So after that point, it comes down to me to uh, pull some levers and tune some things and make it happen. Uh, hopefully, we'll be coming out with, with the new album in a, in a couple months at the most. If you haven't yet, check out our new music video, White Leather. It's on the Leather Duchess page. By the way, we're already at 1.4 thousand views. Thank you guys so much. It's been out for less than a week, and we've gotten that far. Uh, I think the the Instagram thing is at like 2,000, so we got to make another Instagram famous video because the last one was 1.5 thousand. Yeah, yeah, we got to make another Instagram famous video. I'll I'll rent that airplane again. I'll have a second airplane on Leather Duchess. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys all so much for supporting and checking out the video. The album should be out soon. That song, White Leather, that you all are asking so much about will be on iTunes soon. One last note, Mark, that I have to say. I think Open Fire is a bigger song than we anticipated. Because I've seen multiple people asking about that song. And we might have to add that to the tour set list. Just saying. 
People like the song. If you guys want open fire, comment and let us know. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, have a happy Super Bowl. Be safe. Thanks for supporting. We'll see you next time.